Mic check, one, two, three. Mic check, one, two, three. Well, howdy, Huda Thunkers. This is the host of the Huda Thunkin' Podcast, Zeb, coming at you, episode 147. I'm re-recording because it turns out my expensive mic that broke and I fixed it, had it buy a new wire, it broke again, just recorded the whole episode, it's dead silent, no noise. So, recording again on my crappier mic um, that I bought from Five Below, but still works, at least it works. <laughs> anyway, this episode is titled, I was going to title it Gypsy, then I found out that might be a derogatory term to some people, not to all gypsies but anyway i retitled it romani but it's about gypsy people want to learn about gypsy people i've seen them in movies and shows i thought you know as a little kid i didn't think they were real i thought there was like a weird wizard that lived in town and i moved or went visited europe and they were like yeah no they're real uh and they'll pick your pockets and everyone i talked to gives these negative connotations i was like what is going on i'm an adult now keep an open mind not just think they're either <laughs> i know they're, they're probably not mythical creatures also they're probably not all horrible people so what's going on here why do they have that that uh, reputation before we get into that the recommendation segment this week i recommend something a little bit out of the ordinary instead of recommending a book show or movie title i recommend you get yourself a white noisemaker they're pretty cheap you could even download an app on your smartphone if you prefer to do it that way if you have kids pets or any other living thing in your home that could possibly make noise or be woken up by noise that you make you will benefit from some white noise to smooth that all out the whole way it works is i equate it to you know us living in jungles hundreds of thousands millions of years ago whatever live in a jungle you hear lots of stuff crickets all all the birds all the little creepy crawlies from the jungle what happens is a, a predator walks by all those things stop making noise so they don't become predator meat and therefore we evolved to be woken up by the absence of white noise white noise is not necessarily normal we evolved to sleep with white noise crickets and all that so it helps um if my cat is destroying our carpet like he does for no reason or if my dog is farting or my wife is getting out of bed early for to go to the bathroom or whatever less chance i wake up if my white noise maker is on you can buy it online ours looks like a little hockey puck i may even recommend this in a prior episode don't care white noise maker just it, it's a, it is a game changer i'm a light sleeper and white noise helps a lot so now enough about that let's get into the main event here what's a gypsy well they're called gypsies spelled g-y-p-s-i-e-s or gypsy g-y-p-s-y because Europeans mistakenly believe they came from Egypt. <laughs> but gypsies are actually an ethnic group called Roma, or Romani, spelled R-O-M-A-N-I, not to be confused with Romanians or the ancient Romans. Different thing. These are Roma, Romani, and throughout this episode, I will be referring to them as gypsies and Roma, or Romani, because some tribes, or bands of, of gypsies, prefer to be referred to as Roma, and think gypsy is a derogatory term, and others like to be called gypsies they prefer to be called gypsies um so there you go i'll be referring to them as both i don't mean to offend anybody um but there you go geneticists have shown that the roma descended from a single group of people from the punjab region of northwestern india around 1500 years ago that's 1500 years of intermingling and meeting up with all the different kinds of other people so they look a little bit different from indian in native indian people around the 8th and 10th centuries large numbers of the romanis 
um, entered Europe by the 19th century, the 1800s, they had made their way to the Americas. The idea as to why they speculate, as to why they so mass exodus from this northwestern part of India was that that's right around the time that uh, Islam was coming about. So there you go. That's what they think. Today, you can find Romanis, gypsies, in just about every continent on the planet, minus Antarctica, because it's too cold for people. They speak their own language, conveniently referred to as Romani, same thing that they call themselves. Just how there are... Uh, the same way that there are many different nations and tribes of Romani people, there are many different variations of Romani language. But they all originated from the ancient Sanskrit language and sound a lot like India's Hindi language. Gypsies don't have a one overall religion either. The majority are Christians or Muslims, but like their language, there are lots of different religions amongst their people. They're, they are nomadic people, and they tend to adopt the religion that is most popular for the region they currently find themselves in. I mentioned the word gypsy comes from Europeans mistakenly thinking the Roma came from Egypt. Well, that term started to surface, historians say, around the 16th century, 1500s, and since has taken on a negative connotation. The word gypsy is often used to describe someone as a cheat or a thief, rather than their ethnic background to uh, quote-unquote jip someone out of a deal or to jip someone by cheating them. That comes from the term gypsy. Uh, you can act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Almost everyone's heard of it, whether it's from your grandma or whatever. I, I had no idea that jip had anything to do with gypsies. I didn't really know gypsy was a negative connotation until I became an adult and heard some <laughs> older European people talking about them. Um, didn't know that it had that negative connotation. When the Romani people first came to Europe, it was likely hard on them. Historians think they would have been shunned and looked down upon because their nomadic way of life and their culture overall would be so different from European culture. And they're from India. Just think of India and Europe, two very different places. They're just now sort of to mingle because we're having a world economy and world society, a little globalization. But think of it a thousand years ago. So different, India and Europe. And you could see how the, the Europeans who were already there and settled farmers um, who always stay in the same place would look at these nomadic people in their bright caravans of wagons and would be like, what the heck, get away from me. Gypsy customs and language would have been completely different from the Europeans. They believed the Roma had their own religion until over time that religion faded away. From the crosswalk.com, written by a woman named Dolores Smith in August of 2019, Europeans have long portrayed the Roma gypsies as cunning outsiders with, who steal uh, from local residents before moving on to the next town. Because of this distrust, uh, European nations over the centuries have enslaved, expelled, imprisoned, and executed Romani people. Other European nations used their legal system to oppress the Roma, passing laws prohibiting Romanis from buying land or securing stable professions. Some believe that these legal restrictions based are placed on the Roma necessitate the, the continuation of their, uh, their nomadic lifestyle. The whole reason they're nomadic is because they're shunned everywhere they go, forcing Romanis to live on the perimeters of settled society for centuries. These nomadic Roma or gypsies traveled in horse-drawn, brightly colored wagons and sought jobs conducive to a transient lifestyle, such as jobs including working as livestock traders, animal trainers, exhibitors, entertainers, fortune tellers, and metalsmiths. Gypsies were victims of the Holocaust as well. According to the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, most of the Roma in Germany and the countries occupied by the 
by Germany during World War II belonged to the uh, Sinti and Roma family groupings. Both groups spoke dialects of a common language called Romani based on Sanskrit and classical language of India. The term Roma has come to include both the Sinti and Roma groupings, um, though some Roma prefer to prefer being known as gypsies. So some of them actually prefer to be known as gypsies. Some Roma are Christians and other Muslims having converted during the course of their migrations through Persia, Asia Minor, and the Balkans. So I kind of like that idea. Some view gypsy as a negative connotation. You can see how a lot of people equate it with thieves and, and, and cheats and whatever. Uh, and others say, you know what, I'm going to own this name. It, it's now, you know, centuries old. So I kind of respect that. That's why I refer to them as both. I don't know. For centuries, Roma were uh, scorned and persecuted across Europe. The term, I'm going to try my best here, Zigunir, the German word for gypsy, derives from the Greek root mean, meaning untouchable, so the untouchables. Many Roma traditionally worked as craftsmen and were blacksmiths, cobblers, tinsmiths, horse dealers, and tool makers. Others were performers, such as musicians, circus animal trainers, and dancers. By the 1920s, there were also a number were also a number of Romani shopkeepers. Some Roma, such as those employed in the German postal service, were civil servants. The number of truly nomadic Roma was on the decline in many places by the early 1900s, although many so-called sedentary Roma often moved seasonally, depending on their occupations. In 1939, this is, you know, we're already getting into World War II here, about one to one and a half million Roma uh, lived in Europe. About half of the European Roma lived in Eastern Europe, especially in the Soviet Union and Romania, Hungary, Yugoslavia, and the and Bulgaria. Uh, also had a large number from those countries. In pre-war Germany, there are uh, at most 35,000 Roma, most of whom held German citizenship, and in Austria, there's about 11,000. Relatively few Roma lived in Western Europe. Most were in Eastern Europe. And that's still the case today. Until recently, the Romani were the unseen victims of the Nazi persecutions. The Nazi regime pursue, pursued and captured the Romani, putting tens of thousands to death by claiming that they were ethnically inferior. Even today, the Romani are persecuted. Lately, many human rights organizations have been uh, begun to protest the treatment received by the Romani, whether it's forced expulsion or the denial of social services. A lot of German Roma... Uh, history comes from oral tradition because they were often shunned from town and always on the move. The Roma rarely attend school, and so their population is widely illiterate. Their history is almost entirely passed down through the spoken word. Very different kind of culture that this whole history has, has, has forged people on the move all the time. They don't take well to governments or any outsiders telling them what to do. I mean, to be fair, most people don't take kindly to other people telling them what to do but the gypsies have made their own system to govern themselves they've, they've, they've figured out a way to, to avoid that altogether being shunned and disconnected from the rest of the world in some way the Romani people focus on themselves they put on an, an emphasis on the family and self-governance those of gypsy nations or tribes that still remain nomadic there are some travel in bands of 10 to several hundreds extended families they move about in those caravan wagons and each band picks a male leader to keep everyone in line and the female leader that governs the women and children. Bands throw weddings. You may have seen at my big fat gypsy wedding. Uh, there's a show in the U.S. about that where the weddings are huge and lavish and lots going on. For the most part, they are modest people. But yes, their weddings and their parties, they sure know how to party. For the weddings, christenings, funerals, and other rites of passage, when one of those parties are thrown, it's expected that everyone in their community that can physically attend 
that isn't halfway around the world or whatever should attend. Not attending one of these community bonding parties can result in alienation. It's a big deal if you skip out on cousin Janet's wedding. I don't I don't know a good gypsy name. I don't know if they call themselves Janet. I don't know if that's a prevalent name in gypsy culture. But if you skip out on cousin Janet's wedding, you're out of the family, you hear? Gypsy weddings can be a bit old school too, though. Um, so you've seen that on that show, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. But they do have some weird things. Like a lot of them still, in, in the olden times, a lot of them still... Consider if you're a woman past puberty, you got to wear dresses all the time. No pants, nothing else, no shorts. Uh, and they still do arranged marriages. They still expect grooms to pay the bride price, whereas the groom or the groom's family has to pay money to the bride's family to, like, buy her, like, paying with a goat. I don't know. The teen weddings are also commonplace where teenagers get married. So, yeah, a little bit old school there. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's what I read. What if someone gets out of line? What if something illegal or bad happens in the gypsy community? Well, the whole self-governance thing, it does apply to punishment as well. If you do something bad, you have to go against, go up uh, and go in front of the, the community elders and they go, you shall be shunned or your reputation is now ruined. Stuff like that. They'll ruin your reputation. They'll kick you out of the band altogether and your way of life. You're now illiterate in, in society, no citizenship. And you're just like, eh, okay, great. So banishment's not good. And how's life for a gypsy now? We talk a lot about their history and what we know of their history, their orally passed down history. But what about now? Well, most gypsies live in Europe. Around 10 to 12 million gypsies live in Europe. We think it's that number. Nobody actually knows how many gypsies exist because, well, they usually hide the fact that they're gypsies uh, when they fill out censuses, if they ever fill out a census. Um, because they're always moving, it's hard to know how many there are in existence. But about they think about 10 to 12 million gypsies live in Europe today, with the majority in uh, impoverished Eastern European countries. Some of them are still nomadic, living in caravans or RV parks all throughout Eastern Europe. The majority of gypsies have settled down, though, but it really has not helped out their socioeconomic standing. A whopping 80% of Ro Romanis are below the poverty line as of 2016. Many European nations have official policies, like official laws that are specific to Romani people um, regarding immigration, housing, education, and employment that are directed specifically towards Romani people, and they aren't policies that really benefit the Roma community. They're, they're bad, make life really hard. In recent years, there have been and alarming reports of anti-Roma discrimination in Europe, including the systematic demolishing of Roma camps and deportation of thousands of Roma at a time in France, and the horrific forced sterilization of Romani women in countries such as Czech Republic and Slovakia. That's messed up. Forced uh, sterilization, that's a pretty eye-opening one, but it is real. In addition, in March of 2019, Amnesty International filed a complaint before the European Committee of Social Rights against the Italian government alleging international violations against Romanis in Italy, including, wide, quote, widespread forced evictions, use of segregated camps featuring sub substandard housing and lack of equal access to social housing, end quote. The plight of the Romanis is also a major concern of the children's rights organization UNICEF. If you're not familiar with UNICEF, they're an amazing organization that help the children of the world that need it most. UNICEF, and which currently is working to increase literacy among Romani children in Europe through home visitations, programs that connect new parents with child education and social services. So 
yeah, uh, that that widespread illiteracy doesn't help things. It, it gives them no way out. And yeah, in recent, they also how are you going to find a job? In recent decades, European nations have elected leaders that are leaning far right and very strict on policies against gypsies, specifically to gypsies. And in, uh, in an area in Romania, after I watched a, a video that Vice made, this woman followed this specific case in Romania. After a six-day notice, authorities forcibly removed 100 people from their homes, and they had been living in for 30 years. They demolished their homes at bulldozers so they could not return and left them to fend for themselves in a wasteland. It's horrible. Amnesty International deemed this a violation of human rights. And this case, the, the video I saw the Vice made, happens all the time in Europe. They bulldoze the whole community of gypsies' homes, say, go figure it out out in the desert or wherever, and just figure it out. And people suffer. Their quality of life plummets. And nobody does anything about it. Nobody helps them. They just move on to the next country or the next area. Now, the life of a gypsy in America, a little bit different. Estimates say about 1 million Roma people live in the U.S. of A. Like a lot of us, the gypsies first came to America from all sorts of countries with all different cultures and languages. As an American, I can say we're all descended from immigrants, all different kinds of languages. My grandparents speak Pennsylvania Dutch, which is like mostly German. Um, my wife, she's, I think, Polish and Irish, you know, they, all they're all over the place. Same thing. Gypsies came here too. The U.S. has played a role in discrimination against Romanis. Something we do pretty good over here. We discriminate against minorities. Not not something I'm proud of. I'm just saying, you know, we do do it pretty good. The U.S. has played a role in discrimination against Romanis in the past, as some states have on their books repealed laws that limited where Romanis could pay rent, uh, rent property, where they could entertain, and what goods they could sell. Um, so yeah, now those laws are in the past. But, you know, U.S. hasn't had a very good track record with immigration recently. Looking at you, the Trump administration, for better or worse. I don't know how you feel on immigration, but for the Roma community, it's not good <laughs> that you can't immigrate. So plus, because they're nomadic people, plus there isn't much knowledge on Roma history in the U.S. America didn't really care about gypsy culture or history or anything like that. They didn't ask about Roma heritage on censuses, and they didn't really care anything about them. It's also thought that gypsy culture was kept a secret in the U.S. to avoid being discriminated against. I think if you're a gypsy person, you're filling out a, a thing, you're not going to put that on there and think, oh, now they, they know and I'll be discriminated and make my life worse. So most Americans don't even know about gypsies being a real culture and people. Uh, like me, as a kid, I thought gypsies was do these weird wizard people, like a poor wizard in Europe. I didn't think they were real. <laughs> Because in America, it's not really, I don't know, they're just portrayed in movies. But most Americans don't know that they're real and, you know, real culture, real people. If you ask the average American about gypsy, there's gypsies, what are they? There's a decent chance that you'll hear answers like, oh, that's a Halloween costume or it's a mythical being that doesn't really happen, doesn't exist anywhere. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> In, in an effort to remedy the lack of statistics on American uh, Romanis, Harvard University has launched a study, unfinished, to assess the structural, social, and economic status of American Romani communities. The Romani are known as nomadic and free-spirited people, right? As if that's like part of who they are. No, uh, they're nomadic because they have no country of their own. They have been kicked out of every area they ever settled upon. That's why they're nomadic, out of necessity, not out of choice. Because being nomadic is a lot harder than being staying staying put. 
The statelessness of the Romani was not fixed uh, by the 1977 creation of the International Romani Union. So they do have a union, uh, but in 2000, you know, just to give you an idea, they do have a, a some kind of centralization here. But in 2000, the Romani were officially declared a non-territorial nation. Um, so yeah, they're recognized as a people, but they don't have a place as to where they can call home. They cannot access education, healthcare, and other social services. They can't even get passports, which makes traveling difficult or impossible. Um, the statelessness makes the Romani, the Romani people legally invisible without access to healthcare services. They often lack verifiable citizenship or birth certificates. That leads to many of the same issues faced by legally invisible people across the world, which I had never heard that term until this episode, legally invisible. I started thinking of examples of what a legally invisible person might be. Someone that's born in international waters. Um, you know, maybe the first baby who's born on a Mars colony is is a legally invisible person. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure life would be hard for someone like that. Like I said, they how do you, how do you how can you show ID when you're legally invisible? It's so weird. The Romani were an enslaved people in Europe, most notably in in the Romani from the 14th and 19th century. They were bartered and sold and considered to be less than human. In the 1700s, Maria Theresa, sovereign of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, made the Romani people dress and occupations illegal. She wanted them to assimilate, integrate into the society, basically wiping out their culture, and a lot of European nations followed suit with that. So, a lot of tragedy and suffering <laughs> about the gypsies. I thought this would be a fun, magical episode about... I don't know, learning about new people, but they have a pretty sad backstory. However, it's not all bad. Uh, gypsy people are artistic AF. They're very art they're very artsy people. They've contributed a lot to the artistic world and entertainment world. For uh, from early on, the Romani have been connected solidly with singing, dancing, and acting. They've been carried they've had a carried tradition throughout the centuries to leave behind a legacy of massive proportions. Many Romani have assimilated into the world, leaving legacies of their talents and culture. They got people like Kesha, <laughs> Neon Hitch, Cher Lloyd, Jerry Mason, Django Reinhardt, uh, famed LGBT author Mikey Walsh, uh, and Pilgrim's Progress author John Bunyan are two of the many Romani who have given a memorable books. In addition, uh, many famous dancers come from Romani backgrounds. These artists include Carmen Amaya, who is widely hailed as the greatest flamenco dancer of all time. Flamenco music itself greatly in, 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 uh, influenced by gypsy culture. The Romani are sometimes seen as these magical and mythical beings as I saw them as a kid, you know, having their own, their own kind of religion and their own kind of magic with crystal balls and tarot cards. But that's not the case. They're no more magical than the rest of us. They're just people on this earth that have had their cultures had a rough go of it. They're just like you and I trying to live their lives. And that's what you need to take away from it, I guess. I thought this would be a magical, fun episode about all these crazy tales. Not just people who left their country, we think, because of religious oppression. And what they found was more people who just didn't want them. And that's how it's been going on for 1,500 years now. Fun. But then again, they seem to be doing okay. Uh, some of them are doing okay, at least. You know. Just like forever. Forever. Nationless. Anyway, thanks for listening, Huda Thunkers. I hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something about gypsies. You know, don't fear them. They're just people, and they're they're.
very autistic kind of people. So hope you enjoyed and tune in next week.